to the Naughty Mama Podcast, the podcast that exposes the realities of being a mama and an everyday lady just trying to work out the naughty parts of life in a joyful and mindful way. I'm your host, Megan Wiggins, and every week I'll be sharing moments of real-life lessons, stories, and helpful tips for not doing all the things, but loving the hell out of the most important things. Expect to hear laugh, and learn about the nitty-gritty of motherhood, basic life on the daily, dealing with anxiety, and how to untangle them with mindfulness, meditation, and a whole lot of compassion for this naughty self. Thanks for listening, and enjoy. Welcome to episode three of the Naughty Mama podcast. I am Megan, and as always, I am so excited to be here with you this week. Thank you so much for joining me. This week's chat topic and quote were a completely random and unexpected inspiration, and I guess I should say that they came from a completely random and unexpected place. Before I get into the story, I'm actually going to start with the quote. So here it is. It's short and sweet again, but I love those ones. They're easy to remember and we can think about them through the week. Be kind for everyone you meet is fighting a battle you know nothing about. This may have been a quote that you've heard before. I feel like I've seen it in a few different places or I've at least heard it, but it is really one of my all-time favorites because I think it's really important to remember, especially in this day and age with social media and the way that a lot of life is portrayed for a lot of people. So I'm presenting it here with the thoughts that I had surrounding a workout that I had the other day, actually. I was inspired by one of my favorite workout instructors on my all-time favorite workout app. It's called Obey, and it's spelled O-B-E with that cool little doodad over the E. I'm sure there's a more technical term for it, but doodad seems pretty appropriate. (laughs) I'm not sponsored by them, but OMG, what an amazing miracle and honor and most lovely day that would be. So just putting a shout out, putting out into the universe that maybe that happens someday. I don't know. Crazier things have happened. Uh, I digress as always. There's always a little bit of a rabbit hole in these episodes. Okay. But it's important to note that a couple things about this amazing workout platform, because I think it really adds to the story and where I'm going with this. Obey is a fun, funky, fresh platform with so many different types of workouts and amazing instructors that are so vibrant and full of life. And they actually instruct classes in the workouts from something that they call the box, which is literally a box that lights up and it glows in different colors. And the colors often correlate with the music. And it's just really, really fun. It's literally like being at a party. And even when you're doing a hit workout and you're absolutely dying, you're 
somehow loving it at the same time. So that's a little bit of a background on Obey, and I'd like to do a workout fitness episode in the future. So you'll hear me talk more about them. So back to the original story, I'm in my living room. I have the episode that I chose up on the TV screen because you can also stream it, which is amazing. And I have the volume up high. I am excited. It's a class that's longer because the kids aren't home, so I can do that. And it's with one of my all-time favorite instructors. She is absolutely amazing. She is a beautiful light of vibrancy. She's intense, and she's so inspiring, and she puts together the hardest hit strength and power workouts I have ever done. It's amazing. Her anecdotes are hilarious. Her commentary is spot on. And somehow she helps me laugh and smile throughout the toughest moments of class when I just don't think I can even move my pinky one more inch. (laughs) In some of the initial workouts I did with her, she mentioned she had a daughter and all of the instructors live in or around New York. They're New York City's best instructors. So I know this about her. I'm just creating this story class by class in my mind of her. I do this with everyone. It's actually really, really exhausting, but from... The earliest times I can remember, I just like to make up stories about people. And it's not like in the gossipy way, like talking to other people and making up these stories. It's my own mind. I see someone, it could be someone that I look over at when I'm at a stoplight and I do that like awkward thing. The other person ends up looking at you at the exact same time and you lock eyes for this one like really weird moment. And then you hope that the light turns green so you can just keep on going (laughs) and move on. But I see that person and then I create this whole story about them, where they're going, where they came from, how they live, where they work. All of a sudden, I'm down the road and I've been thinking about this random person who I awkwardly locked eyes with at the stoplight. This is how my brain works. And I don't know if you're the same. Spencer says he does not do this. He has never done this. He just looks at someone and then goes on. But I form these stories. And I don't know. Anybody else here with me? Am I am I weird? Am I strange? Hopefully there's someone else out there that does this. For me, I think it's just kind of a puzzle. It's a way to pass the time and it's most certainly not based on judging or placing someone quote unquote in a box. I've come to realize that it's all about my wonder, my intrigue and a true love of a good story. But it's also very misleading. And so back to the workout, I start this workout and I've already created this story about 
the wonderful person that's giving this workout. I'm thinking of her, you know, kind of walking down the streets of New York. Birds are singing. It's springtime. She has her beautiful workout gear on and she's taking her little girl to ballet. And then she's going to go to Whole Foods, go home, cook a beautiful dinner in her boho Mata apartment. And it'll be Italian because I'm pretty sure she said she was Italian. So it'll be some kind of authentic Italian dish. Kind of like a rom-com lady in her New York kind of life. This is the story that I've created around her. I get into this workout and I can tell just kind of in her voice that she's so peppy, but she's maybe had some stuff going on that day. And she is real. She starts to talk about how life sometimes gets a little overwhelming. And eventually she tells the class that she has a five-year-old daughter with special needs who was diagnosed with autism and that things had just been really tough lately. This almost stopped me in my tracks. Of course, I kept on going because she was telling me to keep moving (laughs) and I do what she says. So I kept on doing my workout, but along my workout, I'm, I'm thinking about this and I'm thinking about the story that I created and it really hit me like never before that the stories that we create about other people are just that. They're stories. There's always something more behind them. I was actually really stunned and somewhat embarrassed about this perfect life I had created of her. I was completely and totally wrong. She had some struggles that I would never experience or even know how to handle. And I saw an inner strength in her that matched her outer strength 100%. If you're like me and create elaborate stories about the people that you meet and or see, I will assume that you also make them up with the best of intentions. No malice or intent of ill will, but from an overwhelming curiosity about people and lives and an eagerness to connect. And if you don't do this, like my husband, for instance, he's very practical and I am whimsical. We'll use that description. (laughs) I like it. So if you don't do this, then maybe you've at least looked at someone and made a judgment based on the way they look, speak, act, react, etc. Judgment is a really heavy and loaded word. But in this context, I'm using it in the lightest way possible, just saying that we are all human and because we're all ruled by that fight or flight cavewoman brain of ours of taking in our surroundings and adjusting so we don't get killed, 
like back in the day, way back in the day when we had to survive on our instincts, we all still make judgments and assumptions to some degree to try and figure out where we fit into our surroundings, which leads me back to my workout. As she described some of the feelings she was having, and I could tell in her voice that she needed this workout as much as I did. In fact, it was a beautiful, beautiful representation of someone that was using her physical health to help walk her through her mental health in a kind and gentle way through a really tough day. It was so extremely moving, literally and figuratively. I ended the workout in complete awe of this badass lady. She showed up that day and gave her all to people like me that were just looking for a good workout. And she also kept it real, connecting and being in the moment just as she was. Every day since then, I've thought about this moment a lot. I always knew it was true that the stories we tell ourselves about either ourselves, stay tuned for a future episode on this, or think about other people can be so different from reality. And I think it's really important to remember in this day and age of Facebook and perfectly primed and edited Instagram posts, everybody is showing themselves in their best light. I got rid of my Instagram and Facebook for a while. And when I had my Instagram and Facebook, of course, I want to put the happy things out there. Of course, I want to look nice and feel like I'm presented in a presentable, organized and put together way. But I realize that there's also another side to that because we're all human and it's really hard to find that balance, especially with social media, the balance between showing up as our authentic selves and also wanting to be happy and show happiness, which there's nothing wrong with that either. It's just this really hard push and pull. I think it's just a constant line that we all have to walk. That said, I do think it's really important to remember this quote because people are going through their battles whether they look like it or not. And whether we've made up that story about them or not, and whether we made that story up in good intentions, we must all remember to be kind and realize there's always more to the story. The lives that we think people are leading, whether it's from the stories that we create or the stories that other people lead us to create, can be damaging. We get lost in other people's lives in trying to seek perfection, notoriety, beauty, etc., etc. The list goes on. And in reality, we're all struggling through something. 
whether currently or in the past or something that's yet to be discovered in the future. There's a whole other world inside of each of us and our stories are so authentic to each and every one of us. The battles, the triumphs, the ups and the downs. Next time you see someone and you start creating that story, just remember that there is a real one behind it and we can all find a connection through that. So much love to you. Thank you for tuning in and I can't wait to chat next week. Much love. Thank you so much for listening to the Naughty Mama podcast today. I'll be back next week and hope you'll join me again. For now, don't forget to hit subscribe and please share the podcast with your friends and anyone else who you think would enjoy. Thank you. Have a great week. And remember that when all else fails and you get to the end of your rope, tie a knot and hang on, sister, because you've got this. You are enough.